0: These weeks leading up to Christmas have come to mean so many things from deck the halls to free shipping, (laughs) from magnificent art and music to tinny and tacky, from generosity to greed, from inspiring tales to worn out symbols, from nostalgic. To uncertainty from sacred to profane we grapple together each year with what the season means to us as a progressive religious tradition we run the spectrum of bah humbug dismissal of religious nonsense to do you see what I see desires to claim meaning In the season. So we have an opportunity to recognize these four weeks before Christmas as useful and different. We have the chance to reclaim Advent with emotional and intellectual integrity. And we have the means to shape the coming of Christmas for addressing our complex and modern lives. Historically, Advent is an expectant waiting and preparation for honoring the birth of Jesus. The Latin adventus is the translation of the Greek word parousia, arrival. Advent began as a secular word, meaning just the ordinary coming the ordinary coming of an event or a person. He came to the tent, Adventus. She arrives at the village well, Adventus. But then Adventus evolved into a technical term, specifically specifying the arrival or visit of the king or emperor. It publicly celebrated the glory of the empire. For example, Advent coins with the legend Adventus Augusti Corinth announced the visit of Emperor Nero to the southern Greek coastal cities of Corinth and Patras. But then Adventus became subversive when the early Christian church applied the term to this radical Jesus this upstart protester he pushed back against the abuses of the Roman Empire and was killed for it so retelling the story of the birth of this average baby born to a carpenter and using the word adventus was a signal a really dangerous signal this baby, this man would upend the status quo, help redefine what is right and wrong, what is evil, and what is moral. His arrival brings the possibility of a different type of kingdom. His arrival brings the possibility of a kingdom, a community based on relationships and human dignity. Not the power and wealth of an empire. So a few years back, a brilliant friend of mine from seminary, Yuki Schwartz, translated the Gospel of Luke's birth narrative from Greek to English. It was one of those gifts, it was a Christmas gift for some of her evangelical relatives. And she was using her training to be subversive in the purest way. (laughs) She, She created the most blatantly revolutionary translation possible, which actually is easily done because Luke's gospel is all about bringing down the empire. In other words, she provided a historically more honest translation of the gospel. The angels are organized and proclaiming God's action. The shepherds, who are shunted to the edges of polite society, show up for that action and are the first to greet Emmanuel, or God within us, in a feeding trough, born to parents who are trying to make it after they've had a hardship put on them by their government that left them broke, alone, and wandering. We live in a place at an age when many conditions resemble the corruption and oppression of that ancient empire. We can keep this Advent proclamation in mind as we journey into Christmas this year. Keep it in mind as we learn the real impact of a tax bill, barely passed by Congress Friday. The thieves in our nation's capital, Temple, pretend they are noble. The bills have not yet been combined and signed into law, so there are still actions each of us can take to inform ourselves and speak out with knowledge, compassion, wisdom. If you're a true fiscal conservative, this politically gamed budget is not fiscally sound. If you're a fiscal liberal, this politically gamed budget is not financially sound. Keep the suffering and inequity in mind as our state representatives volley their own budget around, taking no honest stands. Again, we have this Advent season to contact our state representatives as they convene for a second special session. Keep in mind, when we talk about the poor and poor baby Jesus that neither Jesus nor any person in poverty are born poor, but made that way, made that way through corrupt and uncaring leaders who think more about enriching their own pocketbooks than the people they depend on for their jobs and livelihoods. This is the very season to remember this birth story is made, is for those made vulnerable. Advent helps us remember how a human baby appearing among the expanding Roman Empire to the cry of entire legions of angels declaring the empire corrupt. Advent is how we remember a new, beloved community built on love and justice is always arriving. Adventus, present tense. That's the power we have as a church to lift this story for its guidance to find our way to be on the side of all people, especially the poor, privileging the poor, when we dismiss the tale, the Christmas tale, as supernatural gobbledygook or superstitious, we actually rob the story of its historicity. We deny its universal truth. We suppress a powerful tool of inspiration to take steps to remove inequity and suffering, to alter the outcome of our future, and future generations to come for the better. Advent, the arrival of Christmas, is an economic, moral tale, not just a birth story. Peace is not simply a lack of conflict, but a system of economic and social fairness and honesty. The arrival of a prince of peace is the arrival of humane taxation and governance. So join me to really proclaim Advent this year. We do not have to go the way of the Roman Empire if we heed the heart of the Christmas story. May our 51 senators and 227 representatives who voted to destroy their people come to regret their folly during this very Advent season. when history calls the world to a revolutionary kinship. May our 101 Oklahoma State representatives begin to work with integrity and compassion to pass an honest, moral budget. May we be moved to take action to speak out. May it be so. Plate every month. And for this